But what if this is the experience that's going to catapult you into this crazy growth that will then give you the life that is waiting for you? Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Welcome to Connect Back In. This is Morgan King, your host. And I want to talk today about going after your dreams, all the things that you want for this one and only life. I've done some other episodes on manifesting. And while this has a few elements of that tied into it, it's really a little bit more, I don't want to say motivational, but inspirational maybe. I think motivation to me comes with a lot of weight from like the old version of me of like push forward, keep going, hustle, grind. And this is really meant to inspire you. And I think the cheerleader in me always feels like whenever I hear someone say, wow, I really wish I could, if I could live my dream life, I would live in Hawaii. Or if I could live my dream life, this, et cetera, right? You fill in the blank. We all have those things. And my thought is always like, well, why not you? Like, I don't, why are you holding yourself back from the life that you desire? Like your desires that you have in your brain, those thoughts, when they come to your mind, my belief is that they're already 99% created in the physical form. You just have to follow the steps in order to become the version of you to receive that thing. It's like, it's already real. Like that's why my desires are different than yours. And everybody has unique ones is because they're meant for us. And why hold yourself back? It's like, you're going to be fearful. I get that fear is definitely a huge part of it. But like fear is always going to be there, whether you're living your best life or your worst life. So, I mean, why not choose the best life, right? And fear is just false evidence appearing real. It's not real. It's fake. And it's something that we choose to believe in. We then find proof to further instill this thought that we've created. If fears were real, everyone would have the exact same fears about everything, but they don't. Some people aren't afraid of public speaking because they just aren't. And some people are. And that's because of the things that they've told themselves about it, that they're not a good speaker, that people will judge them, whatever it is. And it's a hard thing. It's a hard habit to break but it's something that I'm really focused on during this next year is like worry and fear are literally the biggest wastes of time. When like I'm on the last moments of my life on the deathbed, thinking about my life, like I can just imagine myself being like, man, what a waste of freaking time. (laughs) But it's something we're conditioned to and we live in a fear-based world and 
like the society that we've all been raised in, majority of us has been fearful and making decisions based off fear and living your life based on fear versus like, what if that doesn't have to exist? What if that element wasn't there? How would you live differently? And that's when it comes to going after your dreams, like that's at the forefront. Fear wants to keep you safe. I think there's been studies done um, on abusive relationships. I don't have the exact statistics, but oftentimes partners don't want to leave and it's because the experience is familiar and something that's familiar feels safe, even though it's bad for us or it doesn't align with who we are or it's physically harming us. But we'd rather stay in our quote unquote comfort zone, even if it's harmful, instead of going outside our comfort zone, going into the unknown, even if like, if we had all the proof in the world that it was going to work for us, sometimes just that's too risky. But can we flip our perspective and it's too risky during your one and only life to live a life that you don't enjoy? What is the point? And I recognize easier said than done, right? And so that's what I want to talk about today. So going after your dreams, the first thing I want to discuss is it requires growth. And as I said before, is like when you go into the unknown, it can be really uncomfortable. And so we'd rather stay where we know isn't right for us because it's familiar and it feels safe. And I'm going through a period of growth. I kind of have been for a long time. It it just kind of continually evolves like a cycle. And I think because I'm so obsessed with feeling and emotion, because I really do think that drives results in life. I'm more tapped in than ever, but yet I'm literally so sensitive. I'm like, oh my God, again, I'm tired. I'm like, can't breathe deeply when I know something's on my mind or I need to process something or I need to slow down or I need to tell someone something or I need to work through something. Whereas before I could just like push on through anything. I never felt anything. And I think when you officially decide that, hey, I'm no, I'm no longer signed up for that life of the pushing and Um, not really being present and just going after the next milestone ahead of you. Once you stop that behavior, all of the things that you've ignored during the years of your life, upheaval, and they come up and it is nasty. (laughs) It's like, what is happening? It's like, imagine being in like a cyclone and you're like, you're in the outside of the cyclone. So you got houses and cows and like, I'm referencing like Twister. For those of you who have seen it, And there's debris everywhere. And when you slow down, it's like that is when all the debris comes up and you process it and you let it be. And eventually you reach the inside of the cyclone where it's calm. Things are still spinning. It's definitely still there, but you feel a more sense of control and understanding of who you are. And during that time, during that process, we're growing and we're changing and we're evolving just as we always are, but sometimes in a deeper way. And for me right now, I have been over the past few months, kind of, I believe in preparation for starting a family. I no longer can operate at the level that I had before. And even though I had immensely slowed down, my career is 90% of my focus. I love my job. I love what I do. I'm good at it. It 
fulfills me. Not only does it bring me joy working with the people I get to work with and do the things that I get to do, but I have freedom and control and abundance and all those things. So I love it. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's great. But I need to open up and make space for a new way in order to be the version that I want to be for whoever shows up next in our lives. So in this space, there's a lot changing things that I used to love. I don't anymore, which is very concerning when you're like kind of going through a hard time. You're like, oh, I'll just default to those things that I know make me feel good. And then you do them and you're like, wait, this isn't even working. Like, I legit feel like I'm like, all right, cool. I'm just going to jump off this cliff because that's my only option right now. I can't stay where I am. That's too painful, Um, which is where I was is like resistance, not allowing the change to come forward, trying to um, not just not accepting what is. When change comes, if you resist it, it causes so much suffering and pain. And the suffering and pain really comes from the thoughts you have about it. You want it to stay the same. Why is this changing? Why am I changing? Why is life changing? Versus just accepting what is, which is a very hard muscle to grow, but it brings you so much peace. It's like so crazy. If you're like, all right, well, that's going to leave. Cool. I'm just going to allow that to happen. And that requires a ton of trust and a ton of faith just as kind of the analogy of jumping off a cliff. I'm coming closer to the ground, but I'm still somewhat in that free fall. And so if you have a desire and it requires you to become a different version of you in order to receive that thing, you will likely experience the same thing too. And I guess I just wanted to share this in case that's you and you're going through this right now, whether it's something you desired or didn't, you could have been forced into into this change as well like a divorce or losing a parent or losing a job or a house, like perceived as potentially negative in society. But what if this is the experience that's going to catapult you into this crazy growth that will then give you the life that is waiting for you? It's all a shift in perspective, but just acknowledging and recognizing that the growth that is required sometimes is extremely uncomfortable because the way in which we used to operate, which is comfortable and known and safe, no longer works. And so you're kind of finding a new system. You're pivoting, if you will. Think of a business. You're like restructuring everything. And it can be scary, but just really knowing with true certainty that you're fully supported and that if you've experienced things like this in the past, maybe you can reference that and recognize that it's going to work out eventually. It just takes time and trust and faith and like letting that go, releasing. Um, Next thing I just want to chat about is chat about, I'm the only one I'm talking to me. So (laughs) maybe you're talking on the other side. I don't know. You're like, yeah, Morgan, that's a, that's a good point. Uh, Feel free. I'm all about talking to yourself. I ask my husband. He's always like, what? I'm like, that was not for you. He's like, there's no one else in the room. And I'm like, yes, I'm fully aware. Uh, How do you think a solopreneur, I mean, I have a team, but we all work independently. So yeah, I talk to myself constantly. No shame in it if that's you too. But uh, so the second point here is keeping your eye on the prize. And this is really helpful when you're in that kind of free fall experience 
remembering why you're in that, whether you're, you want a baby, you want a partner, you want a house, you want a job, whatever, all the things that I continually put on repeat, but this is life. Like we're always desiring and we have growth in order to achieve those desires. And so keeping your eye on the prize and knowing that whatever it is that you desire, you may be taking a path that's different than the one you had thought. I think a great example for this is money. Oftentimes we look at the streams of income available to us and potentially block random opportunities from coming in. I remember when I first started off in my real estate business, I had a lot of money saved. So I felt supported from that angle. However, it was getting, I mean, it'd be a couple months in and I still hadn't had a active buyer seller and I was nervous And, but I just kept my eye on the prize. I knew that what, like I was going to be supported in this endeavor, it just felt so right. And I loved what I did. And I ended up getting a contracting position from my old company out of nowhere. And it was really well paid and it was a short period of time and completely out of the blue, had no clue that that was even coming. And so just opening yourself up to whatever it is that you desire, whether it's money or something else, is the avenues in which it can show up. F the how for now. I've said that before on the Manifestation podcast is we just have such a small, limited view of how things come to fruition. And so just being open and when something feels right or you get a nudge internally to go for a walk or maybe get in your car and go for a drive or just simple things like that. It's not necessarily an execution thing always where it's like this for that. It's not directly correlated. If I send this email, this person responds to me and it's like, well, that might not not be the the how of how it comes. So just being really open, again, the trust and faith muscle here is very important. Um, one of the examples actually is sometimes I have clients that will be led to certain homes for specific reasons. And it's not, the house was not meant for them. And it really bums them out at the time, but it teaches them like either the street that they want to live on or that they are okay increasing their price point or whatever it is. It's just kind of phenomenal looking back in hindsight, at least from my perspective, is like watching how each step forward, just one step, just one step. It's not a leap. It's these little tiny incremental steps that are consistent that lead you in the right direction. And everything is either knowledge or getting you closer to getting that dream. And then last, and this is a big manifestation piece, but it brings a lot of peace again to is surrendering the desire fully. You've already said that you wanted it. Your energy is already out there. You've told source or the universe or whatever it is that you believe in. Hey, I want this thing. Now let it go. Because oftentimes we will focus on the fact that it hasn't arrived yet. And that creates more of the hasn't arrived energy than if it's showed up. And so knowing with a thousand percent certainty that that goal is already on its way to you. And every time I think of that, it's like, okay, I want this this sale or I want this new friendship or mentor or car or whatever. And just tapping into the reality of that being 1000% true, that I don't have to worry. It's all going to come to me. I don't have to hustle, grind, struggle. I don't have to take the hard path. 
I can just show up and know that it's going to come and be guided to take the next step in front of me, how light and free that feels. It's extraordinary. It releases so much pressure. And a big reminder through this whole thing that I want to point out is that sometimes when we have these big dreams for ourselves and they don't show up, we can fall into victim mode and be like, why isn't this happening to me? And the universe wants you to have the most fabulous life ever. They are so excited that you're here. I've actually been doing research. This is random. Not really, but I think it's very applicable to this conversation. Is having a baby, there are 300 million sperm and only one makes it to the egg. That's like insane odds. (laughs) And just knowing that that whole process comes about on its own, you are not controlling that whole factor and the journey it has to take. If you actually Google like the process of um, implantation, I think is what it's called. It's extraordinary to watch. And it's also hilarious because it's like, 150 million die right off the bat. And it like shows them dying. It's like so crazy. And it's like, and then half of them die here and it's just casual. And you're like, Jesus, like worst trip ever. Like, well, I cannot believe they keep going. Um, But there's nothing in your brain that's guiding that experience to happen. Yes, you take the steps, you do what you can in order to get pregnant. Sorry for the dudes. Like you're definitely involved in this too, but- this is just a good analogy for me right now is that that process shows up all on its own and that's creating life y'all that's creating a human when those 23 chromosomes come together because those two cells meet the the dna from the dad and the dna from the mom or male and female it creates your eye color your height and all the organ structure in your body and your hair color. What is happening? So I'm pretty sure if the universe or source or whatever you believe in can handle that, I'm thinking that they can get you that house too. (laughs) That's pretty small, small dice there. They're like, yeah, this is child's play. You know, like they, they want you to have everything that you desire. And sometimes when things don't show up for us, we get angry And we get into victim mode and we're like, why isn't this happening to me? Maybe you question if you're deserving of it. Maybe I don't deserve this. Yes, you do with 1000%. Otherwise, the desire wouldn't even exist within you. Your dreams are so meant for you to have. And that's what makes life so freaking cool and interesting. And your dreams are going to evolve and change and sometimes be better than you even thought in the end but just trusting the process and allowing yourself to sit in the discomfort and the growth. And a really good point around that too is the reason why sometimes we think that our desires aren't coming and we blame like, again, like I mentioned, us not being worthy. Um, Like it isn't coming because of X. You are deserving fully, but you need to become a certain version of you. There is growth required. And as I talked about, it is uncomfortable, but a great example of this is according to the National Endowment for Financial Education, 
about 70% of people who win a lottery or receive a large windfall of money go bankrupt within a few years. That is a great example of not being ready to receive what it is that you desire. You have to know that you're worthy of abundance and money and know how to handle it. And then that money would stay with you. But people that aren't ready to receive and it shows up for them, there's a great lesson in there for them, but then their desire leaves them. And so that example is just like knowing that there is internal emotional strength and growth. It really is an uncovering of beliefs that we've been told that, hey, I'm not worthy or I need to struggle in order to make money or money's hard to come by or there's only so much to go around or I should feel guilty about my success. If any of those resonate with you, those are just belief systems that we've incurred over time. And so it's really through this growth is learning to uncover and unmask the truth of who you are so that you can get all the things that you want in your life. So go after your dreams. I'm such a cheerleader about this. I feel like when I ever am involved in like a group coaching thing, which is obviously a mirror for me because I feel these same emotions. That's why I'm creating this episode is perhaps for me to re-listen to it at some point. But whenever I hear someone be like, yeah, you know, if, if things would work out for me and they're all like sad, sacky, lack thinking, thinking they're not this beautiful miracle, one in 300 million, you're meant to be here. And they're like, well, I'd like to make this amount of money. And it's really not even that much money. It's like ridiculous. Like they should be asking for more. I'd like a partner and, you know, it'd be cool if maybe he was nice to me. It's like, come on. And they're like, yeah, I'd like to live, you know, in a house that doesn't fall apart or in a neighborhood that I don't feel unsafe in. It's like, can we please, can we please raise the bar on the desires? And I get it. It takes time. And I'm very blessed. Apparently in the way in which my life has gone on so far, I feel like my dreams are meant for me. And I want that for everybody. And we're all on our own path. We all have our own life curriculum. But my hope is that you listen to this and you're like, you know what? I think she's right. I am going to go after that job. I am going to quit my job and go be an entrepreneur. I am going to have that third kid. I am going to lose those 10 pounds. I'm going to buy that house. I'm going to gain 20 pounds. Like whatever it is that you want. It might not be the standard. And another piece of this I forgot to add in, which is very important, is the only opinion that matters is your own. We've been taught to believe that we need to justify our desires, our wants and needs, and make people feel comfortable. And there's going to be people who your your dreams are going to be too big for. And that's why you just hold them tight. And you only talk to people like me who believe in you or people that love you and know that your dreams are possible for you because they're just projecting on their own limiting beliefs. If someone says to you, oh, that's not possible. Good luck with that. Do you know how hard it is to be a real estate agent? Do you know how hard it is to start your own business? Yada, 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 yada. Okay, cool. That's fine. No judgment. You stay where you want to be, but I'm going to continue on over here. And now I'm getting kind of mean. So I'm going to wrap this puppy up. Thank you as always for listening. Please share this episode if you thought it was valuable and maybe a friend or family member needs to hear it. Please leave a review. Please rate the podcast. I want to know what you think. Um, As always, continue to stay safe out there. 
And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.